The Spiritual Freedom Show with Richard Lawrence, where politics is not the answer, materialism counts for nothing, and spirituality will set you free. I'm Richard Lawrence, and this is an Ethereus podcast. We're also syndicated on these radio networks on the first and third Saturdays of the month. Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, Transformation Talk Radio, WTRM, the Trim Radio Network, and Oneness Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Freedom Show. One of the things I do love about the show, by the way, we're joined as always by our producer, Darren Ball. Uh, Darren, one of the things I do love about the show is that we have guests uh, from all over the world, um, not just from the UK, not even just from the USA. Our guest today is actually from the New, the New Zealand uh, branch. He lives in Auckland. Uh, he's called Simon Thode. He and his wife, Helen, have both been members since 1988, and he's been on the staff of the Ethereum Society since 2003. Uh, he was a practicing lawyer for many years. Now he's practicing karmic law very actively. Um, he's, uh, I'm not saying he didn't then, but he definitely is now more intensely. Mm-hmm. Um, he's retired from that profession. He has an interest in voting, but his main focus is spirituality. And I think the other thing I would say, Darren, about our guests is all the people that we invite as guests on this show and who participate are people who live by the nine freedoms to some degree, and in many cases to a high degree. They are making it their focus. It isn't just a philosophy they're interested in. It's something they are living in their lives. And that gives it, of course, the integrity we're looking for. Don't you think so, Darren? I agree. Integrity is everything in spirituality. It's everything. So today, Simon is going to be talking about an extract from the third freedom, which is service. Break away from your own troubles by... Are concentrating upon the sufferings of others. A serve in the great a spiritual a battle and you can walk with head high and stand in any hall, unafraid to read what be written there. The greatest yoga is service. The greatest religion is service. The greatest act is that act done in service. It wasn't too difficult, really, to find an extract in regard to how I feel about the Ethereum Society, and the one I chose is to do with service. 
and this is really a mainstay of the Aetherius Society. My wife and I joined the Aetherius Society in 1988 after we returned uh, from living in Hamilton for a while where we spent about five years. We eventually moved uh, from there as it somehow seemed incorrect. There wasn't a a feeling of uh, spiritual direction, at least I interpret that to be that now. Um, Back then, I wasn't quite sure why I felt the way I did. Anyway, we got back to Auckland and we joined an Eastern-style group because we wanted to learn meditation. And in that group, there was quite an emphasis on things like kirtan or spiritual dance, if you like, uh, spiritual song, vegetarianism, and we didn't drink alcohol. Uh, I had my own Sanskrit-style name and my own mantra. So there was, and there was quite a feeling of community there, a feel-good factor. And there was lots of communal time spent together. This was, this was, you know, very pleasant. But then one day everything changed when I heard uh, the Reverend Margaret Kilby, who was then organizer of the New Zealand branch of the Aetherius Society on University Radio. What piqued my interest was the uh, discussion of the true history of mankind, that is, tracing that through Maldeg, Lemuria, and Atlantis. It's quite interesting that my in-laws found the uh, Aetherius Society around the same time as we did. In fact, my mother-in-law said to me, oh, Simon, we found something very uh, interesting that you might be interested in. So they were, of course, unaware that we were interested in it at the same time as well. So that's very interesting. Apart from the self-evident truth of the teachings, my main reason for joining the uh, Aetherius Society was that I uh, seemingly small and helpless individual could do something for the whole world by way of the spiritual service that the Aetherius Society uh, offered. And after experiencing that type of service with the Twelve Blessings, uh, it, it didn't seem possible to return to the what we had before, which seemed rather self-indulgent and self-serving. The Society also brought together for me the urge to be of service and the quest for a spiritual path. Uh, I've been trying to express myself in service um, for a number of years, including uh, participating in lifeline counselling. And and later, when even I joined the society, I trained in face-to-face counselling and served as a lawyer at the Mangri Community Law Centre. So there was um, this urge um, in the society uh, filled that with a higher form of service, that's serving in the great spiritual battle and using spiritual energy to help the world. So, and as the extract says, uh, by helping the world, you uh, do break away from your own troubles. So I'm truly thrilled that uh, service can be performed in such a, a global way, if you like, and it's a great discovery for me in my life and being able to Combine the urge to serve and spiritual aspiration at the same time is pretty wonderful. I don't know where else you could do this. So there we are.
That was uh, a fantastic testimony, I'd call that, Darren, from Simon Thurmond, yeah, yeah. from the heart, mm -hmm. and someone who's living it and doing it and has made the changes, as has his wife, Helen, and as he said, as are many of some of his in-laws, too. Um, yeah. it's, a, it's a very interesting thing. You know, he heard this one interview with Margaret. I do... I did know Margaret. In fact, uh, I was privileged to, to go over to New Zealand. I was sent there by Dr. King, and uh, she was the person who, who really came in and started to run the society then. And another person who was uh, who's still there now, Fritz Frank McManus, our bishop there, and he came in on either that trip or my next trip many, many years ago. But I do agree with this. I think this statement, break away from your own troubles by concentrating upon the suffering of others, the sufferings of others. It's an aspect of law. Everything that Mars Sex 6 is an aspect of law. It has to be. It's also a self-help guide, actually. I'm going to say that. I hope, I hope this intelligence doesn't mind me calling it that. It's a very, very helpful tip. I mean, it's more than a tip, but it is a, as well as everything else, it is a tip. It's something you can use. Uh, particularly if you feel down, if, if, if you feel overwhelmed by your problems and your troubles, just take a look at the problems of others, which are far worse, all over the world. And yours don't then just, they have to be dealt with still, but you break away from them. And that actually helps you to deal with them when you have to deal with them too. So I think it's a very useful, extremely valuable statement this break away from your own troubles by concentrating upon the sufferings of others darren yeah i think it's interesting that um just you know when you're when you're someone who is suffering it's almost almost feels like the last thing you would do is then at that moment try to focus on the suffering of others yeah. but yeah here he's telling us it's like that's actually the key that's actually the secret of it yeah um so a great teaching in that respect indeed. of course indeed yeah. so do you have a comment question i know you do for us this week Definitely do. Short one, but I think a powerful one that will resonate with a lot of people. Uh, just before I do that, uh, of course, if you're tuning in for the first time, you can find out more about the Nine Freedoms, Mars Sector 6, and Dr. George King by visiting our website, Aetherius.org. That's A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S.org. If you've got a question like this or any other, even an experience that you'd like to share, do write to us at spiritualfreedom at richardlawrence.co.uk. So the question goes as follows. So if karma is a real thing, why do people who do good on this earth still seem to suffer, or people that do bad just seem to get by just fine? <laughs> yes, uh, good question, because you do get some very superficial comments. I mean, I remember a football manager once uh, making mm -hmm. a very superficial, I won't even repeat it, actually, about car, about people and how they are, and it must be a result of their past life. Uh, this question is talking only about within one life, and you have to couple karma with the reincarnation. Um, it's a strange thing. Uh, that sometimes when you take to doing good, when you turn your life around in a good way, you actually sometimes meet some problems because your your karma can then start to... You, you're ready to deal with it. So it's, it's not like you look around, this is the superficial approach, oh, that person's having a suffering, so they must be bad, and this person's right. having a good life, they must be good. No, as the questioner rightly says, as people who've led a totally selfish life who on the face of it are have a, had a very happy fulfilling time probably happy and fulfilling because they're superficial and selfish or it wouldn't be happy and superficial but nevertheless mm. they feel good <laughs> i mean you know um you know we we wouldn't be very happy chewing grass in a field all day 
but uh, uh, some cows might. No disrespect to cows there. You know, it's uh, it all a question of how advanced you are as to what fulfills you and what satisfies you. But right. the main point there, though, don't judge it by one light. And in fact, Dr. King once said, and I found I, when I was ill uh, about five, six years ago, I came across a statement that Dr. King made once, which is that sometimes uh, when you are more advanced, you, and by you he means your higher self, will choose then to take upon themselves some karma because you're ready to take it, because you can mm. cope with it at that moment. And so, no, don't go by the superficial, material, or even emotional uh, condition of a person and judge their karma from that. Uh, no, it's, it's something that runs through the lives and it's in our journey, not even just to enlightenment, it's our journey to ascension. And with ascension, as we've said before in the show, every I has to be dotted, every T has to be crossed. So all the lessons have to be learnt and the sooner we learn them, the better. Yeah, I think um, it's interesting when we think about what life is really about and ultimately, be, you know, about the lessons we need to become wise. Kind of like one key is, is you know, when we look at these experiences of people, rather than being, rather than seeing kind of the shallow interpretation of them, it's, you know, how is this a crucible for their own advancement and development in some way? Yeah, and I think it's and, a great question because a lot of people think that. And sometimes mm. they rule out karma on that basis and they're, they're completely missing the point. What do you think of this idea that some people say that, you know, karma is immediate? Um, instant. Do you have any thoughts? The John Lennon. Yeah, instant. instant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't think it, it can be, but on the whole, it isn't. I think it's faster now than it used to be because it's being speeded up that we've been told. Mm. But no, it's not necessarily instant. And in fact, in some ways, if you've got negative karma to come, the sooner you get it, the better, I would say. But, you, but that all depends whether you're how ready you are to take it. Mm. But no, it doesn't always come instantly. If it does come instantly, in some ways, that's a good... And, and there are cases where people do something good and they have the, even small experiences where they give some money to someone and then they suddenly find some money in their pocket that wasn't there before. That's happened to me, actually. So you get these wow. little things. But And I was yeah. only a child at the time. Was, uh but no, on the whole, no, the instant karma, it sounds like a, it's a clever phrase, but it's not a very accurate one. Um, mm. Anyway, this is bringing us to the end of our show. And of course, the way to change your karma for the better, we all know it. It's service. And service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. Mm. 